sins away. Oh, say much I'm glad. From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, this is Making a Difference, and this is Dr. Shelton Smith. It's my joy and privilege to join you today, and I trust that you'll stick with me for the next few minutes. We've got some good things for you. Right now, we're working through the most famous sermon that Jesus preached. It's called the Sermon on the Mount, and that great sermon takes up three chapters in Matthew's Gospel, chapters number 5, 6, and 7, and today we get to chapter 7, and I'm going to talk to you today about something that is a major, major issue in Christian circles, and we're going to deal with it from a scriptural point of view, and it will, in fact, deal a blow to the way that it is commonly practiced. And I'm talking about the matter of judging. Judging. People are all time talking about judging. Don't judge me. Are you judging me? You're judgmental, etc. I think we need to look at what Jesus said about that and follow his direction. And we're going to look at that just right now as we read in Matthew chapter 7, verse number 1 and following, Jesus said, Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged, and with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Thou hypocrite, First cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Now, it's true. Sometimes people do things when they're really guilty, more guilty of what they're talking about than the person to whom they are making accusation. So we have to look at this very carefully and noting particularly what Jesus said when he said, Judge not that you be not judged something very special about this passage, and something very important. And let's be sure, dear friend, that we get it right. You know, 20 to 25 years ago, the most popularly quoted Bible passages were, according to the surveys, Psalm 23 from the Old Testament and John 3.16 from the New Testament. But in recent years, that has changed. Those passages, I think, are probably still popular to a degree, but today, among professing Christians, it has come to be that Matthew chapter 7 and verse 1 is the most oft-quoted verse, and I'm telling you, it is always, almost always, it is quoted with a purpose when a person is saying, you leave me alone. You can't tell me what to do. Don't tell me I'm wrong about anything. And when they are saying, don't judge me. They're just simply saying, you can't tell me what to do. You have no insight on what I am and who I am and what I'm about. And so they quote this as if to say, Jesus would not have you to evaluate anything that I'm into or anything that I believe. But dear friend, when they use the verse like that, they are misquoting it and misusing it because this passage does not say, is not intended to say that you should never make a judgment about anything. In fact, interestingly enough, I've had letters any number of times from sincere folks who are quoting this verse to me, talking to me, and when they do, they are really giving me a hard time 
because I've taken a stand against abortion, I've taken a stand against alcohol, and a lot of other things that I think nobody should be involved in. And when they come at me, sometimes it's with very, very harsh terminology, and they accuse me of judging whenever I say you shouldn't steal or you shouldn't commit adultery or whatever. They say that if I say anything about that, that I'm judging. But guess what? In order for them to write that letter... They are violating what they say this verse says because they are judging me in the process. Somehow, they don't quote the verse for themselves when they rail at me. Now, I'm not upset about that. I have never written anybody back a harsh letter about that. I try to write back and tell them that they have shown themselves not to really believe what they're saying. Otherwise, they couldn't have written the letter. But in other words, when a person does that, they're saying they can judge me for judging, and that's okay. They apply the verse when it is convenient for them or when it fits their agenda or their narrative. Now, obviously, dear friends, I'm suggesting and suggesting very strongly that they and others do not get the essence of this verse and the context around it. So you say, what does it mean? Well, Jesus is talking here in this passage about unjust judgments. Very clearly, very clearly, he is talking about unjust judgments. Just judgments are not prohibited. And if you'll just look at the context, it's very obvious. In verse number two, he says, For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged, and with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. Well, dear friend, nobody, I mean, there's no place in the Bible that tells us that we cannot make evaluations. We cannot make analysis. We cannot make judgments about things or that we cannot measure things for their value or for their worth. We can do that. What he's talking about here is an unjust judgment. Whenever you have, as he says, a beam in your eye that's like a big log and uh, you're accusing a brother, a Christian brother, of having something in his eye when it's nothing more than a splinter, And listen, there's a world of difference between a splinter and a whole log. And Jesus said, sometimes you are doing those kinds of things, and that's unjust. That is a judgment that you ought not to be making. So the view of judging justly is what Jesus is getting at here, what he's trying to get the disciples to see and that he wants us to see as well. And my view of this, what I'm advocating right here, is undergirded with other Bible passages. For example, in John's Gospel, chapter 7, verse 24, Jesus says, and by the way, this is not somebody else down the trail. This is Jesus himself once again. And this time he says, Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Sometimes the way things appear, it's only circumstantial. Or the way things appear... Maybe it's uh, maybe not where it needs to be, but the judgment that we make ought to be a right judgment. It ought to be a godly judgment, a just judgment. And whenever you put these two passages together, it's obvious that Matthew chapter 7 and verse 1 is not saying that you don't ever make an evaluation. You don't ever make a judgment about it. It's just not saying that, dear friends. And this is very clear from passages like the one I've just mentioned in chapter 7 of John's gospel, verse 24. The very next chapter, chapter 8 of John's gospel, verses 15 and 16, Jesus said to the people to whom he was talking, a group of Pharisees, he said, you judge after the flesh. I judge no man. What he's just simply saying, 
I'm not making a false judgment here, but he said, if I do judge, my judgment is true. So once again, Jesus is saying unjust judgments are not appropriate, but just judgments are. Now, there's one more supporting passage that I want to look at here, and that's in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 15. And this one will help you too, dear friends. This passage talks about the natural and the carnal and the spiritual man. Uh, 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 14 says, The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. And here's verse 15. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. So what's it telling us here? If you are a spiritual person, if you have the will of God in place in your life, then it is possible and it is proper for you to make judgments. And the reason for that is, if you are a spiritual person, if you are a scripturally driven person, then you will make good judgments. You'll not be making false accusations. You'll not be making untrue statements. You'll not be going after somebody for selfish reasons. You'll not go on the attack when an attack is unwarranted. But instead, you will make good judgments. As the Bible has already said in that earlier passage, righteous judgments, right judgments. That's talking about just evaluations. And this passage says, if you're a spiritual Christian, then everything can be evaluated by you. You can make analysis that is scripturally oriented, and when you do, you will be making good decisions. And that's why, dear friends, on this broadcast, in the newspaper that we publish here at The Sword of the Lord, and in the books and other things that we publish, and in my meetings out across the country on public platforms, I'm simply saying that we stand up to be counted, and when we do, yes, we stand up against things like alcohol and like abortion and other things that I'll not take the time right now to run the list, but there are many, many such things that you and I, as the sons and daughters of the living God, and with a Bible in our hands, we can look and say, that is decisively wrong, and if you do it, then you are wrong. And we can do that, and we're not violating anything that Jesus has taught us here. Remember, he is discipling his disciples with the Sermon on the Mount, and he has given us this in the Bible so that we too will be properly disciples, so that we will be properly tutored, so that we will function like a Christian is supposed to function. And dear friend, if you're taking Matthew chapter 7 and verse 1, where Jesus says, judge not that you be not judged. If you're quoting that every time somebody gets in your hair, you are misquoting it and you need to stop it because in so doing, you're doing abuse to the scripture. You and I need to make the right call on things. And that means judging justly. And on the other hand, we do not do unjust judgments. Just because somebody doesn't agree with us doesn't mean we should throw them under the bus. But instead, you and I need to stay focused and like this. Right is right. It's always right. And wrong is wrong. It's always wrong. That's a valid judgment. That is a just judgment. And so the big deal with us, we need to figure out what right is. We need to figure out what wrong is. 
And when we know what right is, we don't need to wait two weeks to do it. We need to sign on to it right now. And whenever we find out what wrong is, we don't need to wait a month and a half to decide to quit doing it. We just need to stop and we need to do it on the spur of the moment right now. Because right is right. It's always right. Wrong is wrong. It's always wrong. Good is good. It's always good. And bad is bad. It is always bad. And you and I need to apply and apply carefully. Apply practically and apply it daily what Jesus has taught us here. Unjust judgments are not the Christian way. You know, if you say to me, you're not even six feet tall, you're a short person, and I don't like short people, that's an unjust judgment. Or if you have a friend who is, let's say, overweight, and if you look at them and say, because you're overweight, I'm not going to like you, that's an unjust judgment. It just absolutely is unjust, and we should not do that. Now, do we encourage them about their health, etc.? Well, maybe so. But at the same time, you don't judge them harshly because they have more pounds than they ought to have. And I'm telling you, that kind of stuff goes on. It's just like you say to a person, you're a person of a different skin color, and I'm not going to like you because I don't like the color of your skin. Dear friend, that is just wrong. It's an unjust evaluation of any person. And whether it's red, yellow, black, brown, or white, whatever the color it's a matter that just isn't right when you judge somebody based on the color of their skin. That is unjust, and it's not the Christian way. Just judgments are a Christian necessity. They are a biblical imperative. And that's why, yes, lying is wrong, and we say so. Stealing is wrong, we say so. Adultery is wrong, we say so. You ask my opinion on something, and I tell you, if it's wrong, that it's wrong, and that's not judgmental. It's just a biblical discernment, and you and I can do that and handle that, and we can figure this thing out. If we do unjust judgments, you're headed for trouble, unnecessary conflict, you're going to be looking foolish. But if you do just judgments, you'll keep your slate clean, you'll be on good, solid scriptural grounds, and you'll really have influence with other people. I hope this has helped you today to see what Jesus had in mind when he talked about this matter of judging. And I do hope if I can help you further, you'll get in touch. Write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. And do check us out at our website at swordofthelord.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And we thank the Lord for the privilege we have to be right here on this station every day. So join us five days a week right here at this time. And until Monday, God bless you. Have a good rest of the day and goodbye for now. Mm -hmm.